See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hey, we're back. Had a week off. Yes, a week. One of the worst weeks of my life. Yeah. <laughs> but I digress. I'll talk more about that on Bunch of Dorks. And if you'd like to learn more about things about stuff, go to BunchofDorks.com. Yeah. There we have three podcasts. They're all glorious in their own way. My name's Mal. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius. from Parts Unknown. And this is show 172. Of Slow Robot A Go-Go. Slow Robot A Go-Go. The B movie podcast that others listen to but don't. The, the B movie podcast <laughs> and Funtorium. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. a word, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the, that, I was going to say the B movie podcast that others listen to stealth, stealth like. <laughs> oh, we're all one happy B movie family. Oh yeah, there's no anger here. Just just love a B movie. And, and you know what? That's the one. That's one of the one. That's one of the funniest things because I don't know if you remember a while back I gave. Uh, I was talking about that one podcast. I really like the um, We Hate Movies, and uh, I we I think I am. We are the only ones that like aren't afraid to just say other podcasts. We're not in competition with each other. I don't know no. why there's so much. Oh, you know, don't talk about it's another a family. podcast. Eh. It's yeah, a family. No, yeah, that yeah. There's, there's absolutely no competition. We do our own thing, and you know, we live in our own <laughs> universe. And no one's making any money, no matter what they say. So I don't know. Yeah, unless you're Adam Carolla. Oh well, yeah. Or somebody like you know, somebody famous. Yeah, you exactly. Know, but Whatever. since we're not famous yet, yeah. we're doing it for free. Eh, who cares? That's Boy, exactly right. Um, for for, for free to be you and me. Oh, God. This yes, fan, the fan. This fan wants to get punched in its fan face. Uh, All right. Yes. Okay, so uh, what did you watch this week, Dr. Morbius? Oh, who, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you. Couldn't be. Then who? What about... No, he's not here. No, I didn't watch uh, anything. Nothing? No. Wow. I watched it. Oh, well, you know, I'll talk about something. Go ahead. Okay. The other night... Okay, I want to talk about, like... we get a, We're getting a new channel on our... Um, a new old channel on our cable. <laughs> uh-huh. It's one channel, 134, and it used to be something called U2. That's like, it was the interactive millennial channel or was whatever. Was Bono there? Yeah, he was there. Good. Yeah, but um, <laughs> anyway, I now, it, I was switching the other day, and now they they like merge with this old station that I used to get called America One Network that plays old movies and stuff. So now they're a combination of like new hip stuff, infomercials, and occasionally old yeah. Movies. So they're playing a horror hostess called uh, Ivana Cadaver Macabre Theater. So I've been watching that for the last few nice. weeks. New one? Is that new? No, they're they're from the 2000s, but I don't even think she's doing them anymore. So uh-huh. they're repeats. But they, you know, they play the movies. You know, that's, yeah, that's yeah. why I'll be watching it. Unfortunately, it's not at the same time as Fenguli, so it's kind of like tough to figure out. But at any rate, <laughs> on Sunday night they play some movies, and all of a sudden they played this one movie called Terror in the Crypt. Now Terror in the Crypt is like an old 60s gothic horror uh-huh, uh-huh. and it stars the the late great Christopher Lee you know so there's We did my that one didn't we? No we never did Terror in the Crypt. What was that one we did? I don't remember. With, with Christopher Horror Express? No it was the one where we they were like it was the same as like Tales from the Crypt but it was in, set in the in a they, they, they like a, a bunch of tourists go into a thing. Oh, you're talking is a doc uh, the House of Drip Blood maybe? No. No. It was like an anthology thing. 
with Peter with Peter um, with Peter Cushing with Peter Cushing and I don't I don't even remember it might have been Tales from the Crypt the first one was there yeah. a really old one from the seventies that's a that's the old one from the seventies oh, okay yeah, that's what it was then well, I'm, I'm well, mixing up well Lee's not in now but Cushing but they're both like joined at the hip or whatever yeah. you know but at any rate so they played this movie right and I'm like and I was able to record it because it was on like you know like at midnight I was like holy crap let me get a DVD I was able to grab it or whatever and it was funny because it's a movie that I saw as a kid in the 60s and it's a kind of a freaky movie you know what I mean so the, the reality was I was watching it for a little while and I said you know what I don't know if I want to watch this while I'm half asleep because it's kind of a freaky movie so I turned it off <laughs> but it's a really cool movie it's not on YouTube you have to look for it or whatever but it's, but it's a remake of um, the Carmilla which was like the female version of Dracula or whatever you oh, know yeah, they've nice. made a, they've made a bunch of off uh, they've made a bunch of um movies about to call the vampire lovers they, they right, has a, right, right. it has a lesbian overtone to it or whatever but it was nice. just like it, but but when I was a kid I didn't notice that I just noticed it was kind of weird there was like weird scenes but one of them that I saw a little bit of and I remember that to this day it struck me weird is like there's one scene where there's like this witch walking through a castle and she, instead of like a, you know, she's got candle, right, like candelabra, but the candelabra is like a, is like a, 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 a Decapitated severed hand, hand with yeah. candles. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I must have seen it as a kid and going like, oh, that's really That's cool. Weird. I should make one of those out of those molds I do. That, yeah, that would be, but it's just, it was weird, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's out on DVD, but yeah, I did watch part of that before I was like, wait a minute, uh, it's too cool. scary. I don't want to. Like too much too scary too creepy for me but yeah i did i did watch Very part cool. of that and it brought back good memories of scary <laughs> of 60 scary b movie fun so anyway yeah, yeah nice. there you go i should put lesbian overtones in our keywords i bet you we'd sure. have like so many hits oh yeah <laughs> and the hits just keep on the coming. hits just keep coming oh boy do they ever all right now let's don't be too critical of this list no, i i had it well no because you're going to but uh the the, the details surrounding it were um I had a bereavement leave for a very tragic loss, and a lot of people were in my house, uh, aunts, relatives, sisters, so let's just say this list is a little bit uh, wishy-washy. Oh, there's like regular movies on there. No, okay. it's... Okay, Toy Rom-coms. Story 1, 2, and 3, Meet <laughs> okay. the Robinsons, Despicable right. Me 1 and 2, okay. uh, Pixar Shorts 1 and 2. You like wh- Pixar. Which is, I do like Pixar quite a bit. And then a Walk Among the Tombstones, which is another one of those Liam Neeson... Uh, at some point, Liam Neeson became like an action ha- killer movie guy. You know guy. what's funny about him? He is now an action hero. Yeah. But he was on the radio or something going, "Oh, we need we need a lot more gun control. We need to we need to take the guns away." And I'm going, "Dude, you're making all your money wasting people right and left. You know? <laughs> How many times is your daughter going to get kidnapped? You know? Oh yeah, this is straight. This is just this is cookie cutter. I'm going to avenge you and the thing yeah, and and, right. all, and he was like this this weird creature or weird weird guy you know, it was it was good dumb you know just murder porn kind of stuff like <laughs> like some guy that indiscriminately kills a lot of people and you're like oh, okay whatever oh you know what I did kind of watch a little bit of too let's just say I didn't watch I haven't been watching entire movies I've been watching in, in, snippets d- snippets of the beginnings of movies but I, again I recorded this off YouTube the other day. I actually, I don't have that DVR anymore, so I actually put my alarm to wake me up at 5.30 to record it, you know, with this god-awful, like, you know. That's the worst thing I've ever heard, isn't it? (laughs) Tough times, dude, tough tough times. Tough times, man, they were bad times. (laughs) They were bad, there was the best of times and the worst of times, or whatever, or the opposite. Anyway, they play some movie, it says, for a few bullets more, I go, oh, I gotta record this, it's like a spaghetti western, okay? 
I've I've seen that one. Dude, the beginning of it is like it's 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 all like Django and freaking um it's all like a it's either like a a, a takeoff or like it's got to be a takeoff because they could be playing it seriously or like an homage to like Sue Giuliani and Django because the oh, song's yeah, yeah. like Django and then the guy at the beginning there's three guys coming to town one of them's got the little cigar and then the other guys I'm going like oh yeah and then all of a sudden some guy comes in on a course with three coffins and I'm like really I yeah, think I, okay. I might even have that out there yeah in my just, pile of movies because I, I was just like oh my god yeah for a few bullets more yeah yep not that not that none of, one of our movies today is kind of similar to spaghetti western oh, no <laughs> and by similar you mean they took that script and said let's just change a few names and you mean like yo yo jimbo yeah yo jimbo maybe <laughs> or, and or, um, a fistful of dollars maybe maybe a little he even smokes like an android cigar at the end yes he does this, yeah okay. i didn't mind it though but that's okay yeah all right we're gonna uh <laughs> well Okay, let's. Uh, we're, we're gonna be doing like a movie about two movies. One of them is the dystopian future, of, of and course, other, and the oh. other one is the kind of like the dystopian past in a way. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. world where only juvenile delinquents live. <laughs> Rain supreme, <laughs> all right, taco supreme. Hey, we're gonna go to a break. We'll come right back with our movies du jour. <laughs> America, America. picture that proves they're coming to get you. 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 They exist. They're coming to get you. They bear the mark of the devil inside them. They're coming to get you. They may be your wife, husband, sweetheart. They're coming to get you. They may even be your children. They're coming to get you. They cannot be exorcised. They're coming to get you. The Book of Doomsday foretold their coming. This is their time. For the motion picture that proves they're coming to get you. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. From Independent International. Get out of bed. Empty your medicine cabinet. Give up all those pills. A new kind of help is on its way. We're doing it! She's Ursula Andrus as the sensuous nurse. Ursula will make your heart beat faster. She'll cause nuts in your stomach. She'll give you a fever. And then she'll melt your thermometer. Ursula Andrus is The Sensuous Nurse. The outrageous comedy with a bedside manner. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Mm, I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. Mm-mm-mm. All right. So wh- what are we going to... What are we doing first? I guess the first one would be the Hot Rodders. Yeah, let's the, do the Choppers. The Choppers. Another, another in a series of the great Arch Hall Jr. And Ar- you know, Arch Hall Sr. was in that movie, too. He's Which a narrator. He? Oh, he's not okay. credited. He's a narrator, and at the end, he's like the 
the guy who like narrates the end of the movie like, <laughs> he's like and yeah. that's what your kids could be doing if they were dope yeah. fiends or whatever he says. this is this is kind of like a, a a warning this is kind of like a <laughs> cautionary tale cautionary tale but it's also kind of one, one of those like uh, movies that the uh, they make it look really cool yeah, yeah but then they do cautionary tale and you're like well i don't know i i will tell you this i i i like this a lot I not like loved it. It's not going to get a ten or something like that. But yeah, I figured. I I, like I, I liked it quite a bit, and it kind of like clipped along. It was only like an hour. It wasn't. Yeah, it was. It didn't overstay its welcome. No. It was just kind of. It was. Then it was done, and that I, I'm fine with that. I don't need an hour and a half of entertainment. You know. No, I can do with an hour. I can do with an hour. You know. And uh, <laughs> now this is the second Arch Hall Jr. movie. Yeah. That surprised the hell out of me, because I thought The Sadist was going to be hilariously stupid, and I ended up loving that movie. Yeah, I know, it's a good movie. And then, I, and then this one, I was like, oh, this guy. Because I know him from Ega, and, yeah, and, which yeah. is a pretty rough movie. That, that's a pretty <laughs> stupid movie. And um, and I watched this, and I was like, oh, here we go. Because you said you met him, and he's really nice, right? I never met him. I oh, but he was... Him. But he just shows. Supposedly, he's him. a very nice person. Yeah, yeah, sure. He just when I look at him and I look at these movies, I was just like, they're trying so hard. They're trying too hard to like force this guy to be like a dreamy guitar that's player. What da- that's what his dad was doing. His dad produced oh, this, and it was I know they were terrible. Like he isn't that. He wasn't that. You know, but he, he's in some movies, and who cares? You know. Yeah, I mean, this actually this movie was released on a double bill with Ega, so there you go. Yeah, they actually I think they they held it, didn't they? It was yeah. like in the can for a couple of years and then yeah. they're like, "Okay, well then they did the Ega next and then they yeah, just they said, yeah. packaged them, you know." Yeah, I think this company that did this movie Fairway International did also the Sadus. So it's a nice double feature yeah, too. Yeah, probably you know? he owns the whole thing. But yeah, Art Hall Jr was his dad was trying to groom him to be like a teenage idol. You know, he plays the guitar. He actually really is playing the guitar. Oh yeah, he's good. Like. He yeah. has some he has he did some music. Yeah. Um I I kind of read about this guy because He's been in so many of the movies that I've talked about or used on Dub 420 or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interesting guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I want to say bad things about him, but no. I, I don't, but I can't because whatever. I mean, he's just doing what he's doing. He doesn't have the look. Like, yeah, yeah. they tried to make him have he, the look. He, he looks like a bobblehead. Like, at that point <laughs> in his life, his head was bigger than his body. Like, I'm sure he's grown into it. Now he's become, like, an adult and he yeah. looks normal. He doesn't look normal. Like when you first see him on screen, you're like, "What's wrong with that guy? Does he have like a like a weird big head?" Or you know, what I mean, like I, again, he was a very thin kid. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so he probably he just looked a little bit odd. He didn't. He wasn't that dreamboat that they were trying to make him. No, but he, he kind of had a juvenile delinquent look to him. Oh a yeah. Bit. yeah, yeah. He played the good. Ba- he played the bad guy really good. Yeah, he does play the bad guy same way the sadist. Yeah, and that's why it didn't work in Ega. But yeah, in yeah, this, and, right. and he's not like a bad bad guy in this movie. No, he's just—he's the lookout. Into, he's getting into shenanigans, you know. Oh, I love those those radios. Oh, you like the walkie talkies? The walkie talkies were—they were fake, and they were like pretty much just gigantic shoe boxes that they yeah. just glued some shit onto. I was like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, B movies, I love you, you know. Oh yeah, two dollar B movies, you rule. This is from '61 too. You think they could have done a little better than that? But the, hey, you those know. surplus ones had to be laying around, like those big, you know, the, the ones from the war, you know, the first. Yeah, world yeah, war. Oh, that's right. They did look like World War Two. They did. The World War One and World War Two had those gigantic ones that were pretty much as big as a head. You our, know? our tall probably still had his from W. W two and he brought it. Oh, I use this son, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, when he first grabbed that, I go, what is, is this? Like the first car, you know, car, car phone, ra- car phone. <laughs> like, oh no, it's a walkie-talkie. Dude, my remember, god. remember the um, what was the one with the with the big giant grasshoppers? 
Beginning of the end? Yeah, the beginning of the end. Remember that reporter had that that phone <laughs> in her car? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a reporter, dude. Oh, a God. photographer or whatever. And, and the other thing that was weird about the movie is like, it's like the fifty-year-old guy and his twenty-five-year-old girlfriend, or whatever. Oh, what was yeah, on? That, that, that I mean, hey, good for you, dude. But I mean, really, well, she was like a a Playboy playmate. She's a Playboy playmate, Marianne Gava, I think was her name, or something like that. Yeah, it was she like, was very classic beauty. Yeah, know? but she's like with <laughs> yeah, the, over here. Yeah, this, you know? that dude was. <laughs> so let's get into the story. We're talking about this movie, but we're choppers. not talking. Yeah, so the choppers. We start off with a scene where the a, a poultry truck with chickens in it pulls up and a bunch of hoodlums jumps out and starts stripping a car. Bunch of millennials. Yeah. And and a a, a, a very c- cool um uh Arch Hall Junior pulls up with it with a with a rotted out uh T yeah, yeah, uh, model yeah. T for yeah, yeah. A it's famous a, one. yeah and boy you know the sound that they made for that car did not match that car. I know what those cars It's not the real sound? For no, it? not even close. Oh. They they dulled it down to like it sounded uh, like a Dodge Dart or something like that. When those things were very loud, I like bet, those yeah. pipes come straight off the thing, and it's a very big engine. That that sounds way more, uh, you know, aggressive than what they were making it. Um, huh. But then, uh, so they're stripping this car, and it made me laugh because I remember when I was at my grandmother's house. This was in the '80s, early '80s, I guess, and I was watching. Um, what was that? Chips. Chips with Ponch and John. With Ponch and John, and the, one of the storylines was a truck came up. And there was an old, there was like a bandit Trans Am sitting there. And they backed up and they like yanked the engine out of it. Like they stripped it alongside the road and just took off with this engine. And that was like the whole storyline. They were trying to find these guys and it was the same plot line. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, yeah. you know, it was just one of maybe... The chips ripped off the chopper. Maybe Arch Hall Sr. like did a guest chips episode. I don't know. We should look into that. Or Junior, yeah. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> but it was very funny. It, was, it made me think automatically of that. And I don't know why that one sticks out in my mind so much. I guess because I, when I was a kid, I was like... Why wouldn't they just steal the whole car? Like why? You know what I mean? Like then you can take all the parts off. You yeah, why would, yeah. they, why would you go to all the trouble of like you know turning it over and like? Oh yeah, because okay. Now back to this one. So they're cutting things off and and at, and they're they're while they're working, there's a voiceover telling you who these people are and about the them. Over, yeah. They're like, oh, he comes from a rich family, but he just likes the kicks, man. You know that was <laughs> yeah. that was Archall Junior. Yeah. And then there was the torch who was who had a drunk ass dad. Yeah, angry guy. Angry. Right? He was angry, and he he would cut stuff. He cut stuff off, and then they were talking about the he, this one guy who was uh, in a foster home, and he first stole a pe- peanut butter sandwich. Yeah. And now he, he can't get enough stealing. He'll steal everything. He'll steal the buttons off your pants. You know, peanut like, butter sandwiches is <laughs> the gateway drug to like you know. <laughs> I was like, what the hell are you talking about, man? And, uh, but there's so there's four or five people in this gang. <laughs> Every now and then they'll show them with a girlfriend, but they don't really. The girlfriends are just tertiary characters. They're not. I mean, they're not part of anything. Except Archaw Junior's got some like rich girlfriend or whatever. In by the, the hills, by the pool. Yeah, in the pool. He's a little thug guy, but she's like, "Oh, come on, Archaw. You know, why don't you like, you know, take me somewhere? Oh, okay, all right, oh, you know." God. And so these guys take any chance they can. Like, if any car they see, they'll steal something. <laughs> they're like in two seconds, they're done. It's know? so funny, you know, that, that, and that that made me laugh actually. So the, the, after after the first stripping. And they even flip the car on its side and cut the mufflers off it and stuff like that. Weird stuff. Uh, they, then they, like, take off and they go to, like, this one um, uh, a junkyard, which... Yeah, they go to a junkyard owned by this, like, 
fat guy, Bruno Visota, the fat guy who's been yeah. in a lot of B movies. Yeah, he, I've seen him a million times. And, and the other guy, the cowboy guy, the old guy that's like, let's shoot somebody really bad. I'll never shoot him. I want to shoot him. Come yeah. on. Oh, he's this, he's this hick. And he, this is his last movie. That uh, guy was actually very famous. Was he a cowboy star? I think so. And his little guitar with his little uh, like blues riff dude, or whatever. <laughs> one of the things that was very strange because I, I, I after I watched this I kind of looked look, like read about it a little bit. Yeah. Everyone in this movie did a lot of movies and went on to do more movies. Well, I like, know that one of the guy with kids is Burr Middleton who's still doing movies th- today. They're still doing it now. Like most all of them, the ones that are alive are still active. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you're kind of like, wow, that's that's something. You know, it's yeah, a good it, thing. It's cool. You know, so uh, the cast was decent. <laughs> it it really was. I mean, for what this movie is, they had enough. They had enough people. No stars, but no, pe- these, no. these are all people that acted. Yeah, they were decent. They know, were decent actors. Uh, so the whole shtick is, they take this truck out, steal some parts, come back, and and the guy buys them for a couple pennies on the dollar, like which is how this real works in real life. And then, um, it, but the guys like, but whenever they steal something, the guys like. Bruno Vesota is like dealing out some cash and I was cracking up because he goes hey let me see the cabbage let me see the greenbacks or whatever oh every, yeah yeah dude every it's stupid always... like dollar from the 40s or whatever that they could like that's yeah. a lot of clams see yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's like got a lot of money so I'm going like man this guy doesn't pay back you know what oh, I mean yeah. I mean they, they stripped the hell out of the car I mean they were taking out car radios and all that yeah, crap too yeah. and I'm like okay whatever. so whatever yeah and, and so this is kind of a, a tumultuous relationship uh, you can see from the start because they want more money for the stuff and he ain't giving that. So, but but they're kids, so who cares? And the, now the next thing is they're at a malt shop and there's some people making out and they steal the hubcaps off the car while they're making out. Um, and yes. then the cops show up and they're like, yeah, let's let's cheat it, see? And they you know, they <laughs> they take off and then and then the two guys stick around because they're like, I'm not afraid of a cop and they steal something else. No, they they take the battery out of the car and they leave the cop stranded there. Yeah, that's the right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And they're, they're sitting there, hey, somebody took my battery. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden the girl starts laughing and then they go, ah, that's kind of funny. Yeah, and they I'm took like, your radio too. And like, I'm like, funny my ass, yeah. you know. It was it's very... Like, so they're kind of they're in it for the kicks. So know, then, like, so then that's setting up. There's a detectives that get involved in the scene. There's two detectives. The choppers strike again. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> like they, they, it's on front page news. I'm like, really, front page? It yeah. must be a small town. Cause it looks like a small town because it's just like they can just go on any road and like demolish a car in five minutes and nobody ever sees them. <laughs> yeah. It's like they're doing it on the main on the road there. Yeah, you know, the they're not main highway. It. Yeah, yeah, you know so. So then you meet the detective and his hot little, and they're then they're trying to like, oh, what are you gonna do? You know, oh, I don't know. You know, so yeah, then we gotta they, figure out a way. So then they end up at some point going back to the burger joint, and 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 the, she sees that's a chop. She's just getting the guy a burger. Yeah, he's like, go get me a, a burger, doll. You know, and she. Yeah. And then she takes ten minutes to like gussy up. Like she Dude. goes in the bathroom and sluts it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right. You're like, yeah, and I'm you're like, like, what's this about? You know. And then she goes and hooks up with the choppers, and then. She sees the address of, like, uh, Arch Hall, so that was, like, her big get or whatever, yeah. you know? So she so comes she back. she was playing them for info. Yeah. Um, and I think it was also because they knew she was a playmate. Yeah, they had to. They had to, like, because she's, she's just 50s, but then she dresses, like, fast and loose late 50s yeah, for yeah, this yeah. scene. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and I was I'm sitting there, and she's, like, in this bathroom doing this, and they were even doing that time dissolve 
Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I would have just went and got the burger and been like, baby, get the hell out of here! I got it myself! You know, I would have just... <laughs> I, like, I'm like, how much time do you have to sit around waiting for a burger? Did you, you know? see, like, burgers, 19 cents? Oh, yeah, like, dude. Tacos were 19 cents. I'm like, oh... I, I actually remember back in the in the, in the the mid to late 60s when we went to came moved to Florida, went to McDonald's. I think they were only, like, 25 cents or yeah. something like that. Well, I remember you could buy the whole right side of the menu at Taco Bell for about 8 bucks, you know. Yeah, and back then the burgers were real. <laughs> <laughs> not, not whatever they are now. Yeah. Now they're getting. Now they're being imported from from uh, India. Yeah, they're making them in India, and they and they ship yeah. them over in drones. Yeah, because they don't them. need because they don't need cow there, so they bring them over here. You know, <laughs> enough. Stop. They, they bring them over here and they gussy them up to look like hamburgers or whatever. But damn it, I still <sighs> eat them anyway. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah. So at some point they're like you know they're they're going on their crime spree, and then like the 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 the. You know the junkyard guys get a little wary because the cops are really. Yeah, the like, cops shake them down because they're like, they're like, where are all these parts? They got to be going somewhere. And he's like, well, not here. And his books were clean. Yeah, yeah. Because he, yeah. he was even like, look, you know, this, the guy who owns this place doesn't pay nothing for nothing, so you know, you can keep it. So uh, he, so he's the choppers come in. He says, hey, you guys, you know, get up. Yeah, he tells them low. to back off, and that's where you learn that he groomed them. Yeah, he's the, like the like the, the 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 fat guy at the junkyard kind of took them kids in and taught them how to do this yeah so they're like don't you tell us not to do it you're the ones that you're the one that made us into exactly what we are, you kinda. made us yeah, yeah. um so, so the then, teachers turn on the uh, the students turn on the teacher you know and that's where i think the the, the poultry truck i think is in the junkyard yeah it's right? his like it's kind of his ruse <clears throat> yeah uh, his, yeah and then like you know at some point they're, they're at some point they're, they go back out and they start screwing with the car and the cops like almost get him almost get him but he's on the lookout Artal's yeah, on the lookout yeah this is the first guy. time where Artal you see him he hands the radio off to the guy and he's up on the ridge in his hot rod with his talking into his big gigantic fake uh, CB and that's where he's like they're stripping a car and then they're like okay get out of here the, the cops are coming and they turn down a dead ro- dead end road and then they put on like out like disguises to pretend pretend they're they're poultry farmers yeah they do like hey how you doing boy yeah and, and it's it's kind of like okay because the cops were just weren't, weren't like investigating them. They were just trying to see if they saw anything. They were just driving along. And yeah. then Artal wa- swings by and is like, ra- and they go after Artal. Yeah, because he like he baited him. He, he like spun out in front of him or whatever. Like, come on, get me. So then towards the end of the movie, the cop, after I don't know how many years of cars being stripped, finally get uh, the bright idea. Why don't we set it up with a car on the side of the road yeah. and see what happens? And then they got cameraman and you know George Hall Senior like doing his narration camera thing. I want to shoot this to see if we can do it for an educational film or whatever. Oh, it's so weird. Yeah, it was that like, part was kind of like, what are we doing here? What is this? So they like, so they like set him up a little sting there, or whatever, on the road, and you know Arch Hall sees the car. And then they realize that that's, you know, his car. Because uh, they go, oh, yeah, that's the car that was there. So now they know that, you know, something's going to happen. And then they see, you know, they see the, uh, the you know, the car there. And they start stripping it. And all of a sudden, Arch sees the cop. And he goes, hey, well, 10-4, 10-4. At the same time, or before this, because that guy told yeah, him, yeah, to, yeah, told yeah, him right. to stop. They locked, they locked the, the, yeah. The, the, yeah, the guy who owns the junkyard's like, I'm done with these kids. I'll just get new ones in a couple years, or a little bit after it cools off. So he locks the gate so they can't get back in. So now they're on their own. Yeah, they're on their own. With yeah. the stolen parts, with the, get in the cop's sting, you know. So they go back and they can't get in or whatever, and they somehow or another they break in, and there's Bruno and his henchmen, and they got guns, and there's, and now we get to shoot out. Okay, corral or whatever. So weird. You know? You're like, 
Because then that, the one thug, they, they take the guns from the two guys, the cowboy and the fat guy in the in the junkyard, shoot them. Then the one kid shoots a cop. I'm like, you're shooting a <laughs> cop over some d- dumbass... Like, you'd get a fine. You yeah, would right. be fined. You wouldn't even get, like, jail time for stealing car parts. You'd probably be like, okay, don't do it again, kids. And Yeah, right, you know, but it's like, he's like Mr. Trigger Happy guy. Yeah, he just know? starts shooting cops. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> weird. That was the weirdest ending. I'm like, what are we doing here? Yeah, because during, during, during the gunfight at the OK Corral, Bruno Vesota and the other cowboy get shot by, you know, the kids or whatever. They, they shoot one of the kids. Yeah, I the, mean, the thin get torched. Torch so the shot. choppers are getting, like, knocked off in this. And nobody's nobody's spared in this, for <sighs> the most part, or whatever. So they're, like, all dead. And then, then Archaw Jr., like, the one kid that got shot in the leg and Gun Happy Boy... All decide to do like the they're, hu- they're, they're hiding out in the they're huddled down behind some of the cars. That's when they shoot one of the cops. Yeah, the cops come up over the fence and they shoot first one, then they shoot a second one. They shot two, and then and then the cops come in with a bulldozer and start crushing them. And they then, push the cars yeah, in, yeah, and then they're like, yeah. so then they're like, okay, we give up. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. Then it was the end, and you're like, what? And he's then he's like. Do you have any words, son? He's like, yeah, we had a ball. Yeah, right. He wanted to say we did it for the kicks, like <laughs> yeah, that. Other, what right. was that? What was that movie where they were? Without a cause. Or yeah, like, or no, or the like they're at the lighthouse and they're like, yeah, man, we did it for the kicks. Yeah, you know, I don't remember right stupid. now, but yeah. So yeah, they're all like, you know, one guy's like, yeah, whatever. One guy's like, oh, my legs killing me, and our child's like, I got nothing to say, and then yeah. it's like. The end. So it's almost like an educational film. Kids, don't do this because it's not. Do you think turn that's what they were right. going for? Like the beginning, it sounded like an educational film. And then the end, they bookended it. So maybe he was trying to pretend like this was actually a, an educational film that <laughs> went bad or something. I, I, I think I think it was like an educational film, quote unquote, pretending you know, pretending that it's not an exploitation movie or whatever. Yeah, it was. So, it, it was. It was. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Um, it was fun. This is one of those movies where no one's. Not no one. Most people haven't heard of this movie. No. It's kind of an obscurity. You can get it on YouTube like we watched it. Uh, it's called The Choppers from 1961. Yeah, it's good. Um, stuff. Funny stuff. Just a... It's kind of cool looking at the old cars. It's kind of cool. Um, some of the stuff. Some of it's bullshit. Like, there was one part where they pull in and the guys... The, 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 the crew's acting all cool. He's like, get out of my spot. And he's like revving it up. Oh, yeah. And they have... And there's this guy in this car... I'm pretty sure this wouldn't have went as easy as it did where the guy just left. They scratched his car yeah. and they were kicking his tires. And I said, okay, let me think. You have a 1940 coupe that weighs about three times as much as those cars. Yeah, I know. He would have backed out and slammed that T that and it would have never driven again. <laughs> you know, you don't do that, but whatever. Or he would have went and got his buddies because yeah, he's an older guy. Yeah. And they would have came back with pipes and beat the shit out of these kids, you know, but... Again, uh, you know, suspension of disbelief. Maybe you know? if the movie would have been in like an hour and ten minutes, they would have done that. <laughs> that that's the scene I would have got, but that would have made this, the the tough guys look bad. Yeah, you know, because I, I would have been like, to be uh, yeah, exactly. Because I'm like, hmm, let me see, older guy. I bet he works at like a junkyard or something, and he's gonna go get some of his buddies, and they're gonna beat the snot out of these kids because older guys are a lot angrier than kids. Yeah, think. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, okay, but fun movie. I, a fun movies, silly movie. Um, what do you got for it? I give it a seven. Yeah, that's right, where I'm at a seven. Seven is is a very good uh, good estimation of it. Check yeah. it out. It's on YouTube. I don't know if you'd, you'd be able to find it. Probably a double feature with Ega 
yeah, on DVD or something like that. You could probably buy it on Amazon for like a couple bucks. Yeah, this is, this has got to be two ninety nine all day long. This is a PD you know. movie. It's been it's been bootlegged or whatever you want to call it many times. Mm. So. Cool. All right, now we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, it's time for Rucker Hauer. Yeah, you heard me right, Rucker Hauer. He is my neighbor, Nursultan Tuliakbai. He is painting my assholes. I get a window from a glass, he must get a window from a glass. I get a step, he must get a step. I get a clock radio, he cannot afford. Great success. Say, baby, you're tired of seeing all those chicks from off the block. You need to see somebody who's out of sight, and that's just where Gurley is at. You gotta meet this chick who's gonna blow your mind. Her name is Gurley, her head is Gurley, her feet is Gurley, and all that stuff between her head and her feet is Gurley, too. She's gonna take you through some changes, baby, and when Gurley swings, there may be an axe in her hand. Gurley's new in town, and already the cats are dying to meet her. See Gurley from Cinerama Releasing, rated R, restricted, under 17, requires accompanying parent or adult guardian. The sound you hear is dripping blood. This is the start of Black Sunday. Black Sunday comes but once every hundred years. On that day, the undead demons of hell rise to unleash an orgy of evil on the world. From Nikolaj Gogol's great classic, American International Pictures presents Black Sunday, the most frightening motion picture you have ever seen. She was murdered 500 years ago. There in the barren waste that was her cemetery, they nailed the mask of Satan to her face. Not since Dracula stalked the earth has there been such an unspeakable day and night as Black Sunday. Wait! If you kill my dad, you'll never know where the treasure is buried. What treasure? Uh, the treasure of I'm a wiener. I'm a wiener? <laughs> Classic. All right, now it's time for the... The, this, our second movie, which is an Al, Albert Pune. Pune. We're trying to figure out how to say this guy's Pune? name. Pune? Yeah. yeah. Albert, Alfred Albert. Albert. Albert Pune. Yes. I know him from many of Jean-Claude Van Damme's directed DVD movies were his. Uh, so I was like, oh, no. I saw it at the beginning. <laughs> this was actually suggested by... Uh, uh, our Alaskan connection. Uh, oh, my really? sister, yeah, she's she like, oh, this movie. She, yeah, this one, and she gave me another one. I. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, they're, and they're both bad. You know, what I mean, like well, <laughs> Silent Run, not Silent Running. I. Silent Running. No, no, Bruce no. We did that one already. We liked that one. Um, no, no, we didn't. We didn't do Silent Run. This one with Bruce Dern, where he's like, yeah. us. We didn't. We didn't do that movie. Did I did? Yeah. Like we. Oh, did you one. might have done it in the before. And this is before. Yeah, BM. the before time. This is be- BM before Morbius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're stopping there. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, this is... Go- What's the name of this? Um, uh, Omega Doom. Omega Doom, yeah. I Omega stopped Doom. the movie and went and looked if we did this before because, no, believe it or not, I watched this movie, like, once or twice before because I'm watching it and I was like, this is weird. 
And I was like, D- I watched this before. I know this movie. So I paused and I was like, I opened up the spreadsheet. I was like, no, there's Omega Man. No, no. Okay, I, we didn't. I, I just watched this on my own for some reason. You probably uh, saw it like in the 90s on Cinemax. Or no, something. no, I think Netflix had it. And I was like, all oh, right, oh, Rucker really? Hauer. Yeah, all right, Rucker Hauer, this has got to be good. Yeah. Dude, what happened to Rucker Hauer? I don't know. He, he Didn't he end up doing Hobo with a gun a couple Hobo years? with a shotgun. We did yeah. that one. Oh, I actually God. liked that one. That was so bad. Yeah, Rutger Howard kind of went the way of a lot of <laughs> movies. No, he went the way of Estev- Joe Estevez. <laughs> kind of. Never say no, Joe. You know. And, uh, oh God, from Blade Runner to Omega Doom. Well, whatever. It's a living, you know. He's had a lot of those. He's had a lot of movies that were like good but forgotten, yeah. and also a lot of movies that were just horribly wretched. And it's money. I guess. I, it's like the old time movie star. They just take movies because who cares? They weren't into like just establishing themselves as a. He never became like he, a he didn't brand, he didn't brand himself. Like yeah, he just was him. He, you know, because he did the blind swordman stuff for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Sadoichi. Yeah, those, um, those did well. Yeah, of course they did well. That was a very popular. That was a very famous story. Yeah. Lone Wolf and Cub on up. You know, but his version, Blind Fury. Or yeah, Sadoichi, the blind. Those, yeah, the blind Fury stuff. Those did well for him. Yeah, but. This movie is just very weird. It's very uneven. It's a it's a it's a tale that we've seen a hundred million times. This yeah. is the classic gunfighter goes into a a, a divided it's town. Full of dollars. This, or, yeah, or, and, or, and, or Yojimbo. Yeah, yeah, Yojimbo, and and turns both sides against each other and makes out with the money. Did you know that? I I, I think it was for jo, Yo, Yojimbo. I'm not sure if it was for the other one, but Kurosawa actually sued Leone because uh, he saw uh, Fistful of Dollars and he said. Hey, probably that's, a, that's my movie, and I think they worked out something or another. You know, yeah, I'm sure he did, cause that, it's very classic. But what it tells you, if you're gonna steal, steal from the best. Yep, and they did. <laughs> so, Kurosawa was the one of the best. You yeah, know, he, well, obviously, yeah. Uh, Star Wars. <laughs> so he, so Riker too. <laughs> this is post-apocalypse, like all, like uh, seemingly all the movies I seem to be picking lately. I, I'm gonna break the mold one of these days. It's dystopian time. I know. I you just, know what? They're, I'm beginning to like them more. They're kind of fun in a way. They are you know? fun. I love these kind of movies because they're so bleak <laughs> they're getting, and crappy. Because they're getting to be like real life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's oh. like art's imitating life or mm-hmm. life's imitating art. I don't Vice know versa. One. I think yeah. life's imitating art. Anyway. So this is set in after the apocalypse. Of course. A- Android. The machines turned on us. Of course. Why, of course. What, the, what is that? The singularity. Or yeah, yep, yep. It's, it's coming. It's a coming, folks. Yeah, well. And Rutger Hauer walks into this city, <laughs> or a town. I'm sorry, like a little, a little blown out, beat up, or set. Crap. <laughs> yeah, a set, and that's exactly what you're getting in this movie. Or set. <laughs> um, and he, and he's like, oh, he sees people walking, scurrying around, but who cares? He's he's Rutger Hauer. And he sees one side is like, they look like they're from the Matrix. And then he sees one side that looks like they're from Firefly. You know, like, yeah. one side's the dirty dusters, kind of rough guys. And then one side's like the slick, should-be vampires, but they're just goth people. leathery goth people. Oh, and, and I want to say, at the beginning of the movie, there's a, a prologue where, like, I guess it was they were talking about the war between the robots there's and the humans. There's always prologues in these, because they're just like... Uh, and and yeah. apparently, uh, uh, Omega Doom was Rutger Howard. He was programmed to destroy, but he got shot... By something that screwed his programming up. Yeah. So that's why he's a cup not of coffee. Like, yeah. <laughs> they splashed a cup of coffee because that you know that would be 
So I guess he went rogue yeah. after that, you know, because there's also this subplot where like the robots are trying to protect themselves because they're fearing that the humans yeah. are coming back to get rid of yeah, them. Yeah, the undercurrent of this whole thing is, although the robots are killing themselves because they're the only ones left, supposedly, they also know that there's some humans left, and they think the humans are are going to start another war against them. So right. there's just nonstop paranoid, and it's almost like the robots have just become as dumb as humans, of constantly like killing each other in the name of so we don't get killed right. stupidity which is just apparently all the human race is good for and, 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 and uh, these are two of the smallest gangs I've ever seen because the Matrix like six grows, people yeah the Matrix are three and then the other ones are just like three and one of them's like some crazy black dude who's like yeah. kicking the head, the head around yeah, he's, or whatever he's, he's, he's playing soccer with some head you know like <laughs> that's weird and Rutger Howard's and Rutger Howard's walking through just minding his own business looking to kill people yeah. Which is what he does. Yeah. And uh, the head's like, hey, come on over here. And I was like, oh, no. The si- the, the comedy side kick. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty early for that. Yeah. But here we go. Yeah. So he's like, oh, help me find a body. I, it's, you know, and to be fair, Rucker Howard has a few really good one-liners in here. He's like, oh, how's the weather down there? And so he says some stuff that made me genuinely laugh, yeah, you know. Right. Yeah. But the head is like an android and he puts it on some body that he finds laying around and they do this real cheeseball horrible effect that makes him like take over a body oh, yeah. <laughs> and the sidekick also serves as exposition spouter yes exactly. like he kind of fills in when the voiceover stops about what the hell is going on that's because they didn't have the money to actually reenact they couldn't show <laughs> they it, show it yeah. so they have to explain it that's, yeah, so, that's beat movie yeah uh, so uh, robot head guy <coughs> is the guy that kind of fills Rutger Hauer in on everything and us too and yeah. like what the hell is going on in this you know, yeah, it's like these two gangs. I thought there was three gangs. There's only two. Well, the humans are an, are an unseen gang. An that, unseen gang. That's and there's, the impending doom, you know. And there's this treasure of, like, yeah. what was it, guns or guns. whatever yeah, they that they're, they're looking some, for. Supposedly this town has a, has a cache of guns buried somewhere. And that's why these robots are kind of killing each other. to see Because guns are very hard to come by, as is ammo. But they've got those other things that are pretty deadly too. Those like, you know, they want guns, but they've got those like ray things. Electro frisbees. Yeah, that's pretty. That was pretty badass, you know. You could get I mean, some. Uh, what are those uh, disc golf? If you got a team of stoner hippie disc golf guys. They would have ruled the earth because they had these things that throw like a little electronic frisbee. So you're yeah, like, dude, bro, yeah. So this this, dreads, this, this is know. like a western. This is like again, festival does. You got the opposing gangs, and then you got the other woman who's the bartender. She's. And she's the face of innocence. Yes. The face of hope. Yes, yes. yes she exactly. just serves drinks, uh, which is water in this world, because of course, <laughs> you know, bullets and water are the only thing worth anything. Uh, of to course. Qu- to quote a to quote a, a famous man, my dad. Yes. Um. Uh, so you know, she's and Rutger Hauer kind of saunders in after he saves that guy, and uh, just sitting there having a drink like most hero gunfighters do. Robot. Fighting, minding their own business, taking a sip. And uh, and, and the, the crazy the black dude, angry black guy, rips apart the 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 head and the android because how dare you mess up my soccer ball? And you're like, okay, this is strange, whatever. And he starts taunting Rutger Hauer, and Rutger Hauer is just sitting there as most gunfighters do, not getting involved, as not even I, saying. As most Clint Eastwood like gunfighters. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Don't Rutger, say much. Rutger Hauer had smoked a bunch of uh, pot and watched every uh, yes. every freaking Clint Eastwood movie that he could find. Oh yeah. Which yeah. was a lot because he did a lot of movies and yeah. And so he just that's what he was. He was just playing Rutger Hauer is Clint Eastwood in this ripoff. Kind of. You know. Kind of. Yeah. Um, doesn't say much. Doesn't have to say much. 
so then like he, the 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 black guy's goading him into this so it's like you know he's he he disposes of them like when they have a little gunfight in the oh, middle yeah. of the uh, in the middle of the uh, the, wreckage. The, the the wreckage or whatever and he just like you know boom done they even do the draw thing where yeah. they pull back their coats and yeah you know, and I was like wow this is just too much for me uh, he just he's done you know yeah. whatever you know so then does 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 Rutger Howard give like the 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 head the black the body of the black guy or he gives him another no one. he finds another one but he the, finds another one and this is where this guy the heads the heads like trying to assimilate to this body and he's doing a lot of like he practices stuff in his in his acting classes at the learning annexes <laughs> and you're like oh boy because he's doing a lot of twitching and he's really trying to ham it up like how hard it is to get control of this body these servos are weird for me and and he's doing a lot of really odd stuff and you're like okay can we just move on please <laughs> uh you know like okay you're a tree now oh now you're happy now you're sad we get it our we, we get it actor class 101 can you yeah. move on please thanks that'd be great uh, yeah so <laughs> he dispatches him and then like then then we get more Yo Jimbo, Fistful of Dollars, where he decides he's going to play the two gangs against each other. Yeah, totally. So he goes to one gang and he tells them, yeah, I'll take you to where the guy... I don't even he, remember. He went to the, uh, to the, to the, to, to the Matrix. Right. He went to the Matrix and said, I'll, I'll go get the guns for you. Yeah, right, right. And then they're like, oh, but the other gang's going to follow you and kill you. And he's like, I'm counting on that, you know. And then he goes to the other gang and tells them the same thing. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, okay. And then this, the biggest disappointment of this movie was that, and in, in not in the Matrix, but the other gang, the the black guy they killed was one of the uh, was one of their gangs. But they still have the guy with the mask and metal some other face. guy, metal face, and then a couple other guys. But the woman, Sharon Weary, this is the first movie I've ever seen with Shannon Weary where she didn't take her clothes off. I know. She's like, like she's done like borderline porn, and she's and she's like, are you gonna try to are you trying to be like a legitimate actress? She's even got like the Alanis Morissette nineteen nineties braids on her head, and I'm like, oh no, you're not gonna sh- not gonna see anything. Yeah, what was that? Cause that, yeah, there was some clips on YouTube of her straight yeah. up like hardcore almost. You're like, wow, almost yeah for all those Cinemax movies or yep. whatever. I guess this is her try at legitimacy. Yeah, like, or something you're like hey Tracy Lords, just go back to what you're good at. You know, I, I you know, I uh, I was really disappointed. In Shocked, that. boobless. Yeah, yeah, that did knock some points down. This was a whole. This is a boobless weekend. Oh, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. So anyway, he he takes her though, and then they have like a little gunfight too. Yeah, because right? he he's like, oh, here you are, and and he 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 wounds her to the point where she's dying, but he doesn't finish her he even says i'll cut you right off if you want and she's like no i'll just sit here for a while uh which comes back around at the end then again. yeah yeah but then then of course then then the matrix people turn on him too so he kills them like he kills he's just basically killing off one at a time because they're 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 disreputable people yeah like yeah. they're the ones doing it he's not initiating anything he's just killing when he has to and he's always has to you know kind of stuff you know yeah, I mean they wound him. One of the Matrix women wounds yeah. him for a while, but then, you know, the the head is able to like miraculously put him back together again yeah. or whatever. You know? And so they do this weird thing in the, when he's in the bar, like because after that thing, then they go back to the bar, and the Matrix people take hold of the girl because they know he likes her, and then like they do this thing where they kind of trap him and and shoot a a spike into his head that can allows them to read his thoughts. Yes. And they're like, oh, he doesn't even know where the guns are. And then the then the bartender who has one gun that she found when she was digging the well 
said, oh, I have this gun. You know, there's more down here if you help me dig. And, and then that gives them time. So the robot comes down, the distraction. Then Rutger Hauer gets up, kills one of them. The other one is just wounded. He punches her out or something like that, and she's just laying there. And then uh, this is like at the end then, right? Like, cause yeah, what, what, yeah, yeah, what he's doing then is, you know, th- there is a big fight between him and the second in command of the Matrix, yeah, which right. is a plucky gal I swore I saw before in movies, but I, when I looked her up, I had... She looks completely different, I think, doesn't yeah. she, in the real picture? I mean, I saw one yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a redhead. Because she's a very beautiful woman, but, but I've never seen her. But all look like... They got like little bob haircuts. They should be in things. Devo. Yeah. Backup singers for Devo. That's what I thought. I was like, you know, and then, you know the people in the front with those little red yeah, yeah, flower yeah. pots, and then they'd be in the back going. I saw, I, I saw Devo on that tour, man. Wow. <laughs> that was a great show. Did you by know those the way, hats too. are actually incredibly expensive? I didn't know that. They're like they're not flower pots. They're like some some guy invented them to like try and harness intelligence. I didn't know that. And they're worth like thousands of dollars. I was like. A Devo helmet for thousands of dollars? Come on, man. But whatever. I, I saw Devo on that tour, and they were great. My sister loved Devo and B-52s. I have, all, I have a few Devo records, but I anyway. Have, I have their greatest hits of both of them because they were part of my youth. My sister would be listening to them, so I know the songs, I, you know, so I like them. You know how that yeah, is. Yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some, like, Fifth Dimension because that's what my parents, parents listen to, like, you yeah, know. Yeah. So yeah, you you're all over the place. Yeah. Everybody's all over the place. Exactly. But anyway. And this movie was all over the place. So yeah. then he kills her, finally. And then at that point... The, they they offer to the Matrix. They're like, look, either you you be peaceful with us, or or he'll kill you, because he's just like, well, see you later. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And he just he's leaving, you know. So then and then she's like, okay, I'll. The Matrix girl's like, okay, I'll stay with the bartender and the robot, and we'll just be like happy together. Yeah. And then uh, then the, then the, then he just walks out and he's leaving. And there's that one lady who Sharon Weary. Sharon yeah. Weary just. She's just sitting there still. She goes, she's can you like, turn my head towards the sunset? Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, the sun's setting. I want to see the sun setting. You know, like, One last time. Okay. And he's all like, okay, whatever. And he turns her head and then... Uh, the end. End credits. It was... It's, it's an, it, it was... It, it, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I didn't mind it. Yeah, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. No, I didn't. And that's where I was like, I like the choppers more than I like this movie. Kind of. You know, this is like a 5.5 or a 6 in my world. Yeah, it's a 6 in my and, world. Uh, and I don't dislike it like I said you know I, I often like Rutger Hauer yeah. I don't even know why I, I probably because I like Clint Eastwood I like people who don't talk a whole hell of like a lot and do like lots of damage you know this movie would have gotten more points if it would have been more graphic possibly yeah and more you know a little bit little bit sexy stuff yeah a little bit a little bit of sexy time a little bit more of um, that action that you're ex- expecting yeah, it was very much like a sword fight or a uh, or a gunfight where it's a one move kill, and the know? kill's really fast too. Yeah, yeah. that's that's almost class. That's almost like a, an homage to classic yeah, sure. um, samurai stuff because sure. the reality of it is those are usually one or two moves and then pr- someone's cutting bad and that's the end of it. You know, they didn't ever do that dramatic where they ch- they fight and fight and fight and fight the people in the swords can't hold up. They would just... No. You know, so it, it's literally just like a one slash and done, and I think that's what they were shooting for, you know. Uh, eh. It was okay. It was an okay. And that's all you can say. It's like, it's, watchable. Eh, it's okay. It's above average, you know, not much, but it's above average. Yeah. So it's worth checking out on YouTube. All right, you can tell we have two light movies because we're, uh, we're, we're light on this week's episode, but that's okay, too. Like we said, sometimes it's okay to, you know, 
to end early, and that's what we're going to do today. So that's it for this week. You got anything else for our listeners? We're done. That's it. Stick a fork in us. We're done. We'll see you all next week. We'll be back on schedule. I just took one week off for personal tragedy. and uh, But now I'm back, and that's the way life goes. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, all it right. Does. We'll yeah. see you all next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. My name's Matt with me, as always. Dr. Morbius. See you on the other side. to the class reunion, but only if you have a craving for terror. For nothing is more terrifying than a party given by the Redeemer. First, the Omen. Now, the Redeemer. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. A Dimension Pictures release. Say, baby, you're tired of seeing all those chicks from off the block. You need to see somebody who's out of sight, and that's just where Gurley is at. You gotta meet this chick who's gonna blow your mind. Her name is Gurley. Her head is Gurley. Her feet is Gurley. And all that stuff between her head and her feet is Gurley, too. She's gonna take you through some changes, baby. And when Gurley swings, there may be an axe in her hand. Gurley's new in town, and already the cats are dying to meet her. See Gurley from Cinerama Releasing, rated R, restricted, under 17, requires accompanying parent or adult guardian. Hey man, listen, they strapped me into this electric chair, and this cat comes up to me and said, do you want to live? So you know what I told him. Seems all I have to do is volunteer for this medical experiment. So of course I jumped at it, you know, because I'm innocent. And all I need is a little time to prove it. So they took me to this doctor's house. And when I wake up on the table, attached to my body is a head of a white dude. And he's looking at me eyeball to eyeball. So I checked him out. And by looking at his face, I can tell here is a bigot. Man, this is one of the funniest pictures that you ever want to see. I mean, we go shopping, we chase chicks, we catch a few, we get chased by the fuzz. 
If you want to see one of the funniest pictures in the world, you got to see the thing with two heads with Ray Milan and me, Rosie Greer. The thing with two heads, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Dig it. From the creative genius of Roger Corman, who brought to the screen Edgar Allan Poe's most shocking horror tales, comes the ultimate in blood-chilling screen experiences, The Terror, starring the incomparable Boris Karloff. You think I'm mad, don't you? In the role he was born to play, The Terror, bedeviled by his own mad, all-consuming passions. My own hands, I killed her. The Terror, his evil Mystic powers go beyond man's wildest imaginings. If he resists, kill him. American International presents The Terror, starring Boris Karloff, dean of all horror demons, in this, his most demanding terrorization. The Terror, a film group production in color and vestoscope. See the top double thrill, double chill motion picture program of the year, Curse of the Werewolf. In color, the harrowing story of the legendary half-man, half-wolf. His evil beast blood demanded he kill, kill, kill. Plus, the shadow of the cat. A shocking adventure into murder and psychotic fear. Two terrifying hits together. Don't miss them. Warning. Godzilla versus the Thing. A shattering motion picture, not for the weak of heart. Here in all its astounding realism is a soul-shocking experience. How much terror can you stand? What was this thing of unbelievable and unequaled terror that challenged Godzilla to a battle of unhuman strength versus supernatural evil? Godzilla versus the thing. See the war of the giants. See the birth of the world's most terrifying monster. See armies of the world destroyed by the thing. The producers of Godzilla vs. The Thing issue warning to those who cannot take its full horror. To you with guts, you must see Godzilla vs. The Thing from the beginning in color scope of American International. Happy now, asswipe.